Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. I have refused to downgrade from God to human. Natirovibe.com. My purpose in this life, you know, fit to understand. Two minutes can pass 7 a.m. is your feel good radio, fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, this uh, Wednesday morning is the 14th day in the month of April uh, 2021. Uh, what that means is that it's been 104 days already as far as the year 2021 is uh, concerned. A uh, number of things have happened already this year. Uh, quite a number of things still to happen because there are still a lot of days uh, for you to get so many things done as far as the year 2021 is concerned. Today is the second day of Ramadan. Uh, we also uh, put into consideration the Islamic calendar. Uh, Ramadan, of course, started yesterday. I know that um, uh, all Muslim faithfuls uh, are really uh, getting into the month now. Uh, we should the very best uh, this month. Uh, we hope that uh, the month uh, comes with all the goodness uh, that we've heard so much about. And um, hopefully, uh, we'll, of course, um, uh, see a lot of us exhibiting the teachings of uh, this uh, holy month. Uh, it's a Wednesday. Uh, time to take a look at the headlines this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Omaemi Adesoy is also on the program this morning. Good morning to you, ma'am. Great to see you. 
Good morning to you, Ali. Good morning to you, our listener. Welcome to another beautiful day. Mr. Samson, I can deliver with us this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, great to see you this Wednesday. Good morning. Uh, it's good to be here again. Uh, again, Ramadan Kari. Thank to you. Our Muslim brothers and sisters. Uh, I hope yesterday was not too tough. I, I hear a lot. first one. It's usually easy, the first one. It gets into the seven, the eight, and they begin to feel the bites. But then, mm. you know, it turns out good eventually. It's a great some, sacrifice some to make. And stomachs are supposed yeah. to calm down a little. <laughs> Hopefully. But have you, have you met people who just never calm down? If, well, even it, if they fast for, <laughs> they just would not calm down. It depends. Down. I hope they are fasting. Yeah, I've heard some people who don't. And, and I hear a lot of very interesting things you know, about this period. A lot of people say some places will be empty, some places won't see people. And I wonder what exactly those statements mean. Anyway, good morning to you. Time to take a look at the headlines on the dial this morning. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. Thank you for joining us as Freshly Pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. This is where we'll take a look at the headlines on the dailies. We do this Mondays through Fridays from 7 o'clock. Uh, in case you're joining us for the first time, uh, you've been missing a lot. But uh, better late than never, they say. Make sure you uh, make it a day with us Mondays through Fridays at this time. Uh, the Punch, The Guardian, The Tribune, The Pampishing Newspapers, The Premium Times. Those are some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning to look for we'll go ahead and mention some of the headlines just before we get talking uh, which is the usual practice remember uh, you also join the conversation at Fresh FM Abelkota on Twitter is an avenue for you to drop your contributions we're definitely live on Facebook this morning uh, so you get a chance to be a part of it uh, via that avenue as well uh, straight to the headlines uh, boldly written on the punch uh, this morning it's still the talks about um, the autonomy for the judiciary and the ongoing strike by judiciary workers in the country uh, uh, the headline says legislature judiciary autonomy governors oppose Buhari executive order 10 back financial autonomy says Lalong uh, that's the Plateau State governor he's also the chairman of the northern governors firm it's right there uh, on the punch to look out for. Um, no place in Ogun. Safe, says NMA. Doctors, nurses begin strike. Uh, is there to look out for. Uh, focus on insecurity. Drop hijab bill. Can, tells National Assembly. It's right there as well. Uzadima inaugurating roads that I constructed. That's according to former Governor Rocha Zokorocha of Imo. Uh, Uni Oshun rejects under 16 admitted students, offers refund of fees. It's also there uh, to look out for. Um, oil price gains for fifth consecutive month. Uh, there as well on the punch. Headless bodies uncovered 
on that bridge in Cross River. It's also on the punch. That particular report is on many of the dailies this morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the Premium Times, also with some of these headlines, uh, says wild polio virus may resurface in Nigeria if uh, that condition is there, given by UNICEF. Uh, that's the UN Agency on Children, the UNICEF uh, warning of uh, things the country has to put in place or has to do to ensure that we don't see a return of wild poliovirus. It's there on the Premium Times to look out for. NSAS, foreign court, bars Nigerian from entering Canada for being excess operative. It's also on the Premium Times. Judiciary workers' strike continues despite federal government's appeal. Uh, there's also former Emo Governor Richard Sokorocha arrested. It's on the Premium Times. Uh, that's something that was uh, peddled a lot late into yesterday. There were talks about the former governor being picked up by the EFCC. Well, it's there on the Premium Times. Uh, the pen pushing newspapers uh, with some headlines to look out for as well uh, this uh, Wednesday morning. Crimes Commission arrests former Governor Korocha after five hours trail. Uh, that's on the uh, pen pushing newspapers. Uh, there's also Ogun State nurses embark on strike over kidnap of colleague. Uh, is there uh, to look out for suspects offer a 0.5 million naira bribe to police to evade arrest. That's 500,000 naira. Is there a uh, revoke 1.5 billion dollars per record refinery? Uh, former military administrator Olofi Moi tells Nigerian government. Is there as well? on the Pampishing newspapers this morning. And on The Guardian, fresh concerns over loans burdened from China. Governor spawn order 10 to implement extant financial autonomy law with conditions. EFCC quizzes Imo former governor Okorocha in Abuja. Reps summon minister over resident doctor's grievances. Legislative aides protest over unpaid salary arrears. Also on The Guardian this morning, athlete, officials, journalists beat farewell as Edo 2020 Sports Festival ends. And on the Nigerian Tribune, Nigeria records 74 new COVID-19 infections. My government not elected to pay salaries alone. That is coming from Kajina State Governor Erufai. Boko Haram activities triggered acute humanitarian crisis from 2014 that is coming from the federal government southwest pdp congress bruji kashamu's men clear all positions zone to ogun state and also on the tribune this morning doctor strike reps to invite finance minister next week well of uh, the uh, meeting between the uh, speaker of the house of reps and the resident doctors on many of the dailies uh, this morning of course uh, they are saying they're trying to make efforts to ensure that the promises uh, made to the doctors uh, will not just be words and uh, they will be followed through well we'll get into that in a moment uh, but on the punch uh, this morning uh, is a story about the uh, judiciary workers strike a very interesting position uh, by the governor of uh, Plateau State, Simon Lalong, is also the chairman of the Nigeria Gov- uh, Northern Governors Forum. Rather, uh, that story comes with the headline: Legislature, Judiciary Autonomy, Governors Oppose Buhari Executive Order 10 Back Financial Autonomy. Says Lalong, uh, comes with a number of riders. Federal government can't force governors to enforce financial autonomy. 
Uh, there's also NGF, plans talks with judiciary workers to end Juson's eight-day strike. Now, the Plateau State Governor, Samuel Along on Tuesday, said state governors were not opposed to financial autonomy uh, for the judiciary and the legislature. Lalongu stated this in an interview with the Nigeria Governor's Forum Press Corps in Abuja, however, faulted the executive order 10 uh, signed by President Muhammad Bari last year. He said that there were measures that must be taken before the autonomy could be implemented. He added, okay, he added that state governors would meet with the leadership of the Judiciary Staff Union of Nigeria on Wednesday, that's today, with a view to ending the strike and backed upon by the union. Judiciary workers had on Tuesday last week begun the indefinite nationwide strike in protest against the denial of the judiciary, its constitutionally guaranteed financial autonomy, which was also affirmed by federal high court in January 2014. Uh, you'd remember, of course, uh, that uh, President Muhammad Buhari uh, last year signed into law executive order 10 of 2020, cited as the implementation of financial autonomy for state legislature and judiciary order. According to www.thelawcrest.com a key provision of the executive order which seeks to enforce financial autonomy of the legislature and judiciary of the state is the power given to the accountant general of the federation to deduct from the allocations due to the state from the federal account any sums appropriated for the legislature or judiciary of that state which the state fails to release to its legislature or judiciary as the case may be and to pay the funds directly to the state legislature or judiciary concerned. Now, responding to questions on the public outcry over the ongoing strike by Jusin allegedly caused by the state governors and the non-implementation of Executive Order 10, Lalong said, I quote, the court did not make any pronouncement on Order 10. The court said there is a law on financial autonomy. So Order 10 and financial autonomy are different. Order 10 is not a law. Financial autonomy is a law. People don't understand what Order 10 is. Order 10 is talking about implementation. But for us governors, we are saying no. We are going to do implementation. We don't need any other 10 to force us to do implementation. So we don't need other 10. We're only working on the law of implementation because federal government cannot tell us how to implement. We're going, we're doing the implementation. So for the judiciary, I've explained. I've said it is perhaps people don't understand. People have not even read what is other 10 and the difference between other 10 and financial autonomy. We will have a meeting tomorrow. It is the meeting about financial autonomy. Well, um, in fact, he goes on to say that Order 10 is actually a subjudice, considering that there's a case uh, that, that <laughs> there was a court situation as far as uh, financial autonomy is concerned. He's saying the governors are not even bothered about uh, the executive order by the president at all. Uh, well, he also spoke about the need for autonomy for the judiciary and the legislature, saying they will be strengthened if they get it. Uh, it says people are thinking that it is about money. It's not about money. We want all the institutions strengthened, both the judiciary and legislature. Uh, while uh, responding to question on why the governors were food dragging, Lalong disagreed with the insinuation. He said, no governor is food dragging. Who is food dragging? We were not consulted when the other came. So when you are talking about implementation, you are talking about a policy. Anyway, the rest of what the governor had to say. Uh, is there on the punch. Uh, apparently, uh, the governor had to answer a lot of questions. Uh, and remember that there had been so much talks about uh, what some have described as the uh, graveyard silence of especially the governors uh, concerning this um, uh, judiciary worker strike and the demands of the judiciary workers. Uh, this practice governor is now saying, well, uh, we don't have an issue with 
you know, uh, giving, granting financial autonomy or allowing autonomy for judiciary or legislature. Our problem is that they are trying to force us to do it. The federal government cannot force us to do it. Leave us alone. We will implement it. Which was the idea of the executive order. If all along the governors had done what they should have done as far as financial autonomy is concerned, remember that a federal high court ruling had said since, since 2014 that these arms of that the legislature and judiciary should at the state level should have their financial autonomy. Apparently, the governors were not doing the needful. That was what led to Executive Order 10. Now, Governor Lalong is saying we, are, we don't have issues with Executive Order 10, I mean, with financial autonomy, but we have issues with the Executive Order. The federal government cannot force us to implement or to do whatever. We'll do it ourselves. <laughs> well, um, I, I think yeah, Governor Lalong. All along, I've been singing this this song, mm. and um, I'm not surprised he's saying this. And I I bet it that um, he's speaking the minds of all the governors. And um, you know, we've also ag- always argued that. <coughs> excuse me. When it comes to their interests, this is how they unite against the rest of the people. Now. They are probating, reprobating at the same time. Speaking from both sides of the mouth. You are not against something. Then you are against, against an order that should make you do that thing. What's the order telling you to do? Just do the right thing. Mm. Okay, you have the mind of doing it. Why not just do it? It's very simple. Again, what, what's stopping them? Because this is like asking for restructuring from the back door that we've been talking about. What stops the NGF, all of them, whether PDP Governors Forum, APC Governors Forum, and of course the NGF, to say that, okay, let us restructure. And they put all their weight behind that. They are not doing that because they want to, they want to be selective in, in what they do. And why they are trying to be selective they are spreading more injustice even to their own people in their state. I don't mm. want to say to them because these things really never, you know, touch any of them. But whether they are spending four or eight years, it's always about what they want to do. So I, I, I don't know. They are just playing the ostrich here, if you ask me, because you, are, you don't have you don't have problem with the the, the, the the implementation, but you have problem with the so the federal government cannot. But you 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 are you are okay with the fact that you still go to that federal government to do the sharing. Are you comfortable with that? What are you doing to make sure that you don't have to go camping out all the time? Yes, it's our money, but you still go there every month, sending your finance commissioners and whoever you want to send accountant general. You share money. Is that how to build the country? Is that how to build your states? If if they really want. If they, they don't really want the federal government to dictate to them, do the right thing. Put all your weight behind the restructuring of this country. You can speak to the law. Start with, from your state. With the House of Red members, with senators. Let us do something about it. But suddenly they realize that, oh, the, 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 the federal government has been, you know, breathing on their neck. Well, I don't think Nigeria will be moved you know, by this kind of thing. They, they want to show that, oh, they, they love the people or they love their state. At the same time, they are showing us their, the other side of, of the greed in the, the state government system that we have in Nigeria. Well, and it, it just appears like 
they are beginning to feel the pressure as well. They have of, not started of, of feeling people it. blaming them for the strike and backed upon by Dushari well, Wallace. Because maybe. you could sense it from his responses, mm. his, uh, you know, the way he kept throwing back questions. What, what do you mean food dragging? Who is food dragging? You know, and, and, and you could just sense that they are beginning to feel that pressure as well. Thank, thank God he didn't, he didn't go the way of um, the man with the short fuse. He didn't, he didn't abuse any reporter there because you could also feel the, the, the or sense the frustration, mm. you know, in some of the words being used. Um, the, the, the pressure is getting to them not because they love the people, but because of their ego. It's going to affect mm. some of them. Uh, if, if, they are, if, if care is not taken, it will affect some of them politically. It will turn the workers against them. That we're already having with the, with the judiciary workers and all that. So that is why they are speaking up. They are not breaking the silence because oh they, they, they want they want to show real reasons why they, are, they will never tell us the real reasons they will just tell us something on the surface and for those who are not deep thinking enough they will flow with them perhaps they are they are lovers we say yes we told you they are doing the right thing no the right thing for for everyone to do in this country is to make sure that we have governance you know closer to the, the people. The government in this country, state, federal, is still too far you know, from the people. Mm. And if you devolve power, not, not, by, not by forcing it, just make sure that you, you, you turn around things in such a way that even you as a governor, you even have less work to do. What is, what, what's the business of a governor uh, or a state government? Tying tine, a tiny street. I'm not, For instance, I'm, I'm not sure the governors want to have less work to do. It appears they want to have all the work to do because uh, the more work, the, the more, more money. Mm, you know, when you have maybe. when you have those gigantic projects, mm. you know, even if it's just they, some people will say, oh, the the, the operation paved ten streets, mm. streets that should be paved by local government. You know, now you are taking it to the state secretariat to effect that. It's because they know that when they give it to that contractor or that party man, and uh, they know what will come to them. Yeah. So all the local government get is just something to pay salaries. So well, it's the same thing we are having now with the with the judiciary. We'll have it with other category of workers in the state, and the vicious cycle continues. Uh, interestingly, I, I was listening to the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Senator Jabir Amila, speaking in Delta. I think it was on uh, Monday. Uh, when he was saying, he was also stressing the need for devolution of powers, the need to, and, and for, I mean, uh, give more powers to the local government and all. But for a number of Nigerians, they just look at those and say, "Well, these are sweet words you always use, you always say. What, what are you doing?" Uh, to, it's interesting when you hear lawmakers uh, just talking about it and saying it as if uh, this is something we need. We need to. And then you're wondering they, where exactly are the we? You know, <laughs> How about you just go right ahead and do whatever? You know, they, you know, you know the, 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 the lawmaker sometimes could be very smart. But sometimes it's just about being smart by half. Mm. Um, you know the right thing to do. You are there on the floor. You have a retinue of staff to help you put a bill together. Who has thrown a bill there or submitted a bill concerning this? Is it at least they've sponsored many of them? They've sponsored many bills, including Honorable Bajabi Amila, the senators. Who has sponsored a bill to even start the process? Let the bill be shut down, represent it, 
After all, the, 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 the petroleum bill that we've been talking about has been dead, I think, since 1999. Let it, let it stay there for almost forever. But, I mean, you know, when you, when you really want to do something, you act it. Exactly, because every time we talk Don't about talk local government autonomy, for example, yes. I'm always wondering, what is the position of the federal lawmakers, who, mm. of course, have asked the state lawmakers to do their yes. voting? What's the position of the federal lawmakers? What are they doing to prevail on their colleagues at the state to say, look, this is our position. We believe this is the right thing to do. Mm. Then get them to maybe vote yes or do whatever. You know, what these guys are missing is that some of them could be local champions in their states. But they want to be minor champions in Abuja. Mm. Of course, they get they, they get more money when they are there. And because Abuja is the Ileowo, everybody wants to go there. You know, that's why the devolution of powers we are, that we are talking about, they know that, see, the, a local government chairman should be the biggest man when it comes to, you know, administration in this country. Because that's where the people live. People don't live on those... Highways are not, and that's why we have even our, our roads, federal roads, state road, and people are suffering. Look at look at some roads in Abelkuta here. Look at the Adaton, uh, Odeda, Abelkuta way, and it's there. It's suffered like that. People have suffered Abelkuta Ota, uh, 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 for instance, federal, and the state government. All they will just do is just palliative. It's not our road. Mm. But if you break these things down. You see, you do the road up to your boundary and leave it. Then we'll know that it's the other state, the modern state that is not That's doing fair. that. These yeah. are the, these things are not rocket science. We should just, if these guys could just shed a bit of that toga of, oh, we, 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 we are the ones there. You know, the, the toga of, I care less. Because that's what they are showing. I don't, I don't care what they say. I care about their body language. Their body language is so loud and we really know who they are by what they are not telling us. Forget about what they are telling us. What they are not saying, we can we can we can hear, we very can loud. see very loud. We can hear it. All right, let's run along very quickly. We could go on and on as far as this matter is concerned. Dr. Strike reps to invite finance minister next week. It is bid to prefer an enduring solution of contending issues with resident doctors in the country. The federal lawmakers will next week invite the Minister of Finance, Bogis and National Planning, Mrs. Zainab Ahmed, over the industrial action by the Nigerian resident doctors. The Speaker, Honorable Femi Bajabia Mila, disclosed this in Abuja during a meeting with the executive of the National Resident Doctors, NERD, led by the President, Uyilawa Okwa Esui. The Speaker assured that the House would ensure an amicable and acceptable resolution of the contentious hazard allowance issue as well as other contentious issues. It will be recalled that the resident doctor suspended the industrial action that began on April 1, 2021, after 10 days of its commencement. The speaker noted that though it was impossible to accommodate the hazard allowance in the 2021 national budget, the House would work to ensure that it is included in the supplementary budget. While commending the doctors for suspending the strike at the request of the House, the speaker said even the Constitution talks about essential services, but there's nothing 
something as essential as service than that which seeks to save and protect lives. Saying that the House believes that the laborer must earn his wages, Honorable Bajabi Amila said we will monitor issues being processed. The IPPIS training fund has had allowances which the House championed at the peak of the COVID-19 crisis. All the issues will be addressed. We are looking to come to a reasonable and acceptable hazard allowance as well as the training fund which when the supplementary budget is introduced we hope and expect to justify why this should be accommodated. The rest of that story is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Dr. Strike reps to invite finance minister next week. Oftentimes in, in this country, when the, the government, when they make a promises, uh, we, we see them fail to honor some of these agreements, they, they reach with, uh, with unions. But in this case, we've seen the reps, uh, they, they plan to, uh, to ensure promises made to resident doctors are followed through. And uh, uh, this is great. But hopefully, we hope these are not just a, a, a words. Uh, again, they're just trying to make um, a show of it. You know, we invite this, we summon that and all those things. It's just to, again, be politically, uh, politi- politically correct. You know, when they are doing that kind of thing, the workers will feel, oh, okay, the lawmakers are on top of the situation. But at the, at the end of the day, it's, got, it's just going to be another grandstanding. So what should they do? Simple. Just, you, you have committees in place already who are doing oversight functions what are the what reports do they have for you inviting the the commissioner the the finance commissioner or minister no problem but the committee that should do the job that is overseeing that part of our life what what do they have rather than you know because when they do many of these um special sittings and what have you, they spend money. Nothing goes for nothing in the National Assembly. Many of them will tell you they are making sacrifices. Well, if you want to find out Nigerians that are making sacrifices, go to Kuto Market. Go to Lafenwa Market. You know, go to some other places where people are on construction sites. You know, sweating it out just to make ends meet. But you, 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 you are there and all we get is we see you sit three times in a week after that, you go for a long vacation, and when issues are on, you don't even step on it immediately, except it's about you. You have interest in it. So all these ones that they are doing, it's, it's coming rather too late for them to do this kind of thing. But let them go ahead and invite whoever they want to invite. I hope the man will also be ready to answer some of those uh, relevant questions that the lawmakers will have. But I, I, I see them not doing anything, even with the invitation of whoever they want to come and appear before them. Okay, moving on this morning to COVID-19 updates. Nigeria records 74 new COVID-19 infections. Total now 163,911. And the death toll stands at 2,061. Yesterday, Lagos reported 30 new cases. Enugu 11, FCT 11. Akwai Bomb had 8 cases. Oshun 5, Kaduna 4, Ebony 2, Rivers 2 and Ikiti State also recorded 1 case. Well, uh, the lot of the other dailies with the breakdown of the COVID cases, uh, the country, of course, uh, re- continues to record uh, reduced number of cases. Although, when you go to some other parts of the world, the cases continue to go up. Uh, India yesterday became the uh, the country with the second 
highest uh, number of cases. They were behind the U.S. and Brazil earlier, but now uh, they are second. Uh, but Brazil uh, is still the U.S., India, and then Brazil, the top three countries with the highest cases in the world. We'll take a very quick pause and return to check out some headlines in a moment. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Academy Suite Telephone 0817 Academy Suite Home away from home Many thanks for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta. Keep your contributions uh, coming at Fresh FM Abelkuta on Twitter. We're live on Facebook as well. Drop your contributions via that avenue. Uh, the uh, situation in Ogun State uh, is worrying the health workers. Uh, they are complaining about what they call the incessant kidnapping of some of their members. No place in Ogun safe, says NMA doctors. Nurses begin strike. Is on the punch. Uh, it's also on the pen pushing newspaper. It says Ogun State nurses embark on strike over kidnap of colleague. Uh, reading from the punch, Ogun State health workers on Tuesday condemned the high level of insecurity in the state and lamented that all parts of the state were becoming unsafe. The state chapters of the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, as well as the Nigerian Medical Association, stated these in separate interviews with the punch while explaining their decision to begin a strike at 12 midnight on uh, Tuesday. Uh, the NAM. In a letter to the Commissioner for Health, Dr. Tomiko dated April 12th, inched its decision on the kidnap of health workers in the state. The association in the letter titled Notification of Withdrawal of Service stated, It is evident that security of lives and property is, a, is way out of the control of government. It said its members would withdraw their services at 12 midnight. Well, according to that letter, 12 midnight Monday. I recall that a medical doctor and nurse were kidnapped on Wednesday last week on the Abelkutai Mekoro. Although the two health workers were released on Tuesday morning, uh, the NAM said it would go ahead 
uh, with its strike. Uh, the state chairman of the association, Fumlaya Shola, in an interview with one of Punch correspondents said, no change of mind. We have already commenced the strike. It is not starting tonight. It has started. It is indefinite until what we want is given to us. Also, the secretary of the NMA, Dr. Alicia Yadenwali, stated, it is irrevocable. The word is irrevocable. Mark my word, irrevocable. I'm in a meeting now with the state government. I don't even know when it's going to end. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the uh, while captivity kidnappers told victims our discussion with police, uh, that's a, that's a source. Well, it's there uh, on the punch. Uh, it's, it's just uh, it's, it's interesting what what the situation is because they're saying that uh, they continue to have a number of their members uh, kidnapped. Uh, in fact, according to one of the reports I saw, they say that the dental health therapist or something was also kidnapped on Monday. Exactly. Uh, and and that, they're saying until we're sure of our safety, safety, we're withdrawing our services. Question now is, uh, of, apparently, uh, there is no, what is the empirical way to tell <laughs> that you're now safe until is it when you don't see kidnaps or is this just a situation of they wanting government to come out and um, make promises or see government really in action as far as this is concerned remember by the way that Ogun about two weeks ago inaugurated the Amotekun I'll, I'll come I'll come there last that Amotekun that you mentioned mm. but I wish you know first of all I wish you know, the, the nurses, midwife, doctors will not go on strike. Because I'm yet to see how they are going on strike. Will make security better. Will make government work better. Except that they just want the governor to meet them and give them promises. Or Tomiko Ka, the commissioner for health, and say, look, will they be providing escort for all nurses and doctors? For instance, hmm. to work and from work. Would they send, maybe send special patrols to all the hospitals? Can people be kidnapped in their home? And is it not true that some of these kidnappers are just doing random, you know, uh, kidnapping? They just pick up people. A lot of other Nigerians are out there that have been kidnapped, but they don't, they don't have a platform to say they want to down to. Many people have been licking their wounds. I really, really you know, uh, appreciate the effort of noise and doctors in this country, what they are doing, especially 2020 to this time. But I wish they would not go on strike based on this. It's, they've made a very strong point, a strong statement about what the government of Ogun State should do. Now, if you are not getting responses, maybe via replying your letters or somebody coming to speak with you and all that. Well, you might want to say, okay, these people really do not care. Maybe that's why they want to go on strike. Maybe they just want somebody to assure them that they will not be kidnapped. But how that assurance will be carried out, I'm yet to see that. That, that is just to appeal, you know, to the nurses, the doctors, everyone in that sector. Because... You know, I don't know. Oil workers have been kidnapped. So many people have been kidnapped too. It's not to say that somebody should not sympathize, you know, with them. The dental therapist, I don't think that person has been released. You know, she's still there. I think the state governor needs to really step up on these matters. Yes, he went to some areas in, uh, in I think in Yewa, 
with some guys. He promised a lot of things. They launched Amotekun belatedly. So where is Amotekun? <laughs> where is Amotekun? The Amotekun in Oyo were the ones that that they took to their was it all of them party of them? congress. Was it all of them? What what was Amotekun doing from Oyo State in Oshun State? These politicians have to be very careful. Perhaps this is this is what we are seeing. I'm not. We've not seen that in Ogun State. Don't don't get me wrong. But remember, Amotekun is part of security network. So, have you seen have you seen the enabling law? Well, how on how they could cross borders because the the the, the law we don't have a law that allows them, mm. you know, to do that. But in their own law, it the, the the clauses are there and how you can cross borders. Now, if you want to cross border, for what is it to? do investigation or to fight crime and that's that's a misuse of that instrumentality set up you know in in oyo state for instance that's just an example mm. now for for us in ogun state where where are they where are they operating from the people in yewa they are still crying they are still wailing over what these evil minds are doing to them now in the middle of that the nurses are tired of them being the targets, mm. you know. So I think the, the the state governor should please, please, if you need to address the people, these people to assure them that the state government not just protect the nurses and doctors, that people in Ogun State will be safe. The uh, the uh, 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 going from you know Odeda to Ibadan, can you have regular patrol of Amotekun called there? The Alakwaku area, good job the police did. Arresting with hunters, three of the, or I think they were, it's a gang of six members, mm. those kidnappers. Alakwaku, Fidiwa side, mm. on the highway. They, they've arrested three of them. Can we have more patrols? These people are afraid of seeing security men around. But when they don't see anybody, they believe they can they go ahead and do whatever. They freely. Now, the, the very interesting thing about this, uh, you know, the, the doctors and the nurse that, that were kidnapped mm. and uh, have since been released, this, uh, there was this back and forth about um, whether there was going to be negotiations with the uh, kidnappers. Of so course, it, turned out there, it turned out there were actually negotiations. Mm. It turned out Ransom, ransom was paid mm. according to a source mm. uh, as quoted by the punch mm. but you know expectedly the police uh, PRO uh, wasn't too happy about it saying um, uh, that it is in fact his, his words were uh, that um, it is uh, the comment about uh, ransoms were unfair and callous saying that that will be the most <laughs> callous and mischievous statement I've ever heard from anybody he said the oh. police were on the trail of the kidnappers for days to the extent that even the helicopter that we have now is what we have been using for aerial surveillance because of these people mm. even we mobilized local vigilantes some of them were even attacked by the hoodlums after all this somebody would be saying that they did not do anything of course some of the health workers have been saying the police haven't been doing anything uh, on the ransom he says we told them we're not in support of any ransom to be paid because if we are paying ransom we'll be making them feel that the things they are doing is good and the more they will continue doing it when contacted special advisor to the governor of public com communications remains and explained the actions of government he said government played its role but decided not to be involved in anything that did not fall in line with its rules of engagement because <laughs> uh, talking about negotiation and the likes no and nowhere in the world we are you know government officials or police who admit to paying ransom let's be let's be straightforward with ourselves if if they admit it it means they are saying that they they they, they can't do their job 
So I'm not saying ransom was paid or not. The the 13 year old boy that was released yesterday, the the, the boy who was kidnapped, what, even while the parents were there at uh, Obadaoko, mm. the boy was released yesterday. Was ransom paid? See, a, a lot of a lot of stuff are going out going going out there, and that many of them not even reported. And why some families have been going ahead to get their loved one out is is still because. They are not feeling the presence of government, both state and federal. And this, that confidence is lacking because if there yes. were that confidence, that you know. they just want to. If they say bring fifty million, if they can get ten, five million, they they just want to free their loved ones because they they know that you guys know how to protect yourself. If any of a governor, commissioner, son, wife, whatever, whoever close to them, even if they are they are paying ransom, they won't tell you. Because you have allowed the criminals to even have the upper hand of taking away a life. So you, everything you want to do is to make sure that you bring out that person ill and healthy, that nothing happens to that person. So they, they, can, they can give us all this explanation, no problem. Because many people in authority want to defend their jobs. I cannot begrudge them. But what they are, we are appealing is that we need more presence on those areas. We See, those areas where kidnappings are going on, you know them. You don't, don't even let it happen. That's what people are asking for. And if it happens, you, you have a team close by that can follow them immediately, even before they start making calls to, to, to the family of any, anybody. And begin to ask for that. And begin to ask for that. So that is what people are asking for. So officially, all over the world, Police or government officials will not admit. I'm not saying they are lying, but they will never admit it. You know that ransom have been paid. They will, they will still try to <laughs> give you that. What does it mean when you say they they never admit? No, no, they won't admit. They 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 try to say. But you say, you, you say that. <laughs> they, they, they they have to play on the word gallantry. Mm. You know, you know that. See, Nigerian police, fantastic guys are there. When they want to work, they want to work. But these guys, do they have the equipment mm. to track these people all the time? It's, we are not talking about the individual policemen. We are talking about the authorities. All right. Well, let, let's um, just we'll get to talk to you. Revoke $1.5 billion Paraco Refinery, former military administrator Lofimoyen tells Nigerian government. Now, former military administrator of Ogun State, Commodore Kadio Lofimoyen retired, has called on Nigerian government to repeal a uh, contract of $1.5 billion Naira Paraco Refinery turnaround maintenance. Pempushin reports that Lofimoyen made the call in reaction uh, to the contract in, re- in relation to Dangote Refinery coming up uh, stream before the turnaround maintenance is even concluded, stressing that it is a clever way to defraud the country with international collaborators. His words, my recommendation as a former military administrator of Ogun State is that uh, this is a bad deal. Federal Government of Nigeria, please repeal this contract. It is a clever way to defraud Nigeria with international collaborators, he emphasized. Uh, publishing further reports, Alofimoe pointed out that the Dangote refinery is the largest and best in terms of latest technology in the world and queried that how does a refurbished, badly run government refinery compete with the latest cutting edge technology privately run refinery. Um, um, he goes on to say, this is going to be the biggest financial heist in our recent history. Interestingly, the Honorable Minister of Petroleum is the President of the Federal Republic, who no doubt must have endorsed the deal. The former military administrator said it is shocking and amazing that the Minister of Petroleum didn't factor in what he called the aggressive Dangote onslaught in the business world when it comes to business competition, which he noted was aimed to run competitors on the ground for domination to happen. Well, 
Uh, you can find out the rest of his submission. Revoke $1.5 billion for that code refinery, says former military administrator Lofi tells Nigerian government. Uh, his position has been echoed by a number of people, though. Uh, it's something we've spoken about a number of times. Uh, we'll, we'll just go ahead and talk to you this morning at Fresh FM at Belkota on Twitter. Uh, we're live on Facebook to talk to us via that avenue as well. The numbers zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. We can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not on the calling from Minaro. Go ahead. Yeah. I think the governor, uh, governor of Native Plaza State, is only making a clean CSC. If they are, if they are, if they pay to do what is right, federal government can dictate to them. You know they are anti. They are the major problem of this country. We only concentrate on blaming the federal government for the woes we are facing in this country. If Nigeria, uh, if there's the what's it called, much talk about the what's it called. Restructuring, you see, you see how it goes. I'm, I will continue to say that with this crop of government, restructuring we have the primary for the BMS. And on the issue of the kidnapping here and there, we are the security personnel have been overstretched. They cannot be everywhere. So, what government is, the little, the few ones that they were able to apprehend, they should keep them. Let them create fear in the mind of the criminals. Don't be damned. No, you should not be taken to any police station or any court. No, you should be actually. No, no, that would be extrajudicial. You can't just pick up someone and kill them. <laughs> that would be extrajudicial, Mr. Lakam. I understand you're talking with some emotion, some sentiment, but come on. That would be extrajudicial. The, the, the process is that you're tried to court. The laws must be followed. Uh, as far as the plateau situation is concerned, I just had to quickly point out uh, a colleague, Mr. Dilaudi, sent me a message reminding uh, that uh, Governor Lalong himself was actually Speaker of the Plateau. Of assembly for eight years. Uh, that same period was also chairman conference of speakers. He's saying today he's head of an executive arm. He's thinking on what he's seeing is now different. Right. And interestingly, the governor said uh, you can't just come one day and say executive order. It, it, there's a process. We did it for the national assembly. It took a while. It didn't come in one day. <laughs> good morning. The table manners. When you are talking, you don't talk. Hmm. Good morning. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hello. Good morning. We can hear you. What's your name? Where you calling from? Okay. I like to meet you. Good My name. All right, talk to us. Uh, I can't, this is what I'm saying. Democracy now is in action. All the unions, all the unions, because all the unions continue to leave the area where the cartel then continue to lock up the government because they don't have a listening ear. Even the governor, too, the governor, the federal government, they don't have a listening ear. We have been saying all these things. See? The issue of security you are talking of, I don't see why they cannot declare the emergency of security. And that's one. Because if, uh, what you say, we are doing the police, state police, we need the state police. We tell you, every time of them, with technology. With technology. They do the hard technology, they declare, they give it attention everywhere. Instead of all this one, everybody, nobody is safe now. Hello? Wow. Oh, anyway. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Wallace. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Honorable Larry Jajila. I'm calling from the Secret Parliament in Abelkota. Well, I was aware of the 
relax. If someone will let us for the a lot more is, I mean, if something could be coming out from people like that, it shows that we are really getting there. It makes points blind us. How do you want to spend keep on something beyond on the return over maintenance? I mean, it's awkward. It's somehow. And a new refinery too, you know, might not even want to go. I mean, something of such. I mean, it's better if I go mention this than mine. Thank you for your contribution. 0815 Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, uh, one good morning. Good morning. Yeah, uh, Mr. Thompson. Good morning. Good morning, sir. I don't know whether you have. Uh, What's your name? Where are you calling from, please? Solomon. Okay, go ahead. I don't know whether you have this story of a uh, hype up threaten this new security no. group. No. You don't have the airline. You didn't mention it. You didn't mention it. Okay. Let me let me talk about my state of state. I think what is happening in Nogo State is laughable. Mr. Thompson, you remember when they launched Amoteko? Mm. Ogo State the governor of Ogo State was not in your State. Mm. Including the governor of Lagos State. The two governors were not there. But the deputy, the deputy was there. there. The deputy was there. Yes. Now, look at the issue of Amateko in Ogo State. Why is it so difficult for us to organize ourselves? Look, what is happening in Ogo State is so shameful. When you I'm say, still waiting, when I'm you... still waiting for one particular commissioner, the former commissioner of sports in Ogo State, because he said so many things before the election concerning sports, even sports in Ogo State. Look at the show of shame that happened in Edo. Uh, between the both and Ogo. <laughs> Can you just imagine that? I hope we have no entered. We have no entered one chance in Ogo. But wait. I hope so. That, that, okay. All right. You Thank you. Ask, you yeah, I, I was going to say, the whatever happened in Edo, are you linking it to Amoteko or you're just talking about it separately? No, no, it's okay. Just because, you know, we have been talking about leadership in the federal. Oh, you're talking leadership about leadership in Ogo. Wow. That is okay. the truth. Okay. Look at okay. that. That mm. thing is a shame to Ogo State. Mm. Fighting in public. Your representation. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, that's a very interesting submission. Well, well to, to be fair, I, I, I felt ashamed when I saw the video yesterday. But then I, 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 I was did, not ashamed. I, I didn't want to be quick to say uh, it was the fault of the Ogun State, whatever. But, but, I but, enjoyed but the it, video. You did, yeah? I enjoyed it. What? Some people just went there to show who they are. Anyway. I enjoyed we'll, it. We'll just take some tweets before we get back to the phone lines very quickly. Edna Bayomi, just yesterday, it was reported that Governor Tambowa gifted cars to the judges in the state. Does it appear the judges who received the cars also wanted the contentious autonomy? When executive order and valid court pronouncements are treated with disdain, we should all be worried. Reverend Zakaria Tanigbola says, Good morning. All on the issue of insecurity, kidnapping in our nation to things are going from bad to worse. The NMA, Ogun State branch are right, but the need to give this decision a Second thoughts. I told you, Bo Additional says five thousand naira as an allowance for doctors is not in the budget. What's all this? And the concerned government officials have the got to say this openly: are their own allowances not in the budget? No, actually, the, the five thousand naira is what is in the budget. What the speaker said was that um, by the time they do a review, the budget would not ca- have not have catered for that review. But that they five thousand sure naira is for a it, day. It's for a month, I hear. Oh my God! Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. We can hear you. Go ahead quickly, please. Hello. Hello. Good morning. 
Well, you'd have to try again. We could hear you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello, good. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Thank you. Yes, I greet you. I greet the guests in the house. What's your Engineer name? Fulabi is your name. All right, go ahead. Engineer Fulabi, yes. Yeah, uh, uh, yes, I am. Um, I think uh, we are all stakeholders in this uh, project, whether league, uh, state or uh, federal government. We are all stakeholders. Yeah. Uh, it will be better. We have been. Everybody has been suggesting, making suggestions to how do we go and succeed in every aspect of uh, the project. Uh, Sometimes we, we cannot always be a spectator. We cannot be a spectator. You are in, you, you are an indigenous of Ogun State. Make your own contributions. How, how do we go about it? Not always a joy of shame. We are everybody. I'm Nobody a, is, is perfect. How about so you go I'm ahead and make your contribution too, sir, yeah, as you've advised? You see, this, what happened in the state Eh? Mm. Whether in the um, sport arena, the, the the governor cannot go himself to go and represent. He will send somebody. He will have some representatives. Well, the representatives might not be able to, you know, act perfectly. But oh, at okay. the same time, we should not just bring everything on top of the of the of the governor. <laughs> we are we, we are talking of state government. Not this is the government that we the governor that we do everything. No, that's no, a, that's we should, a very we should fair contribute point. our quota. Mm -hmm. We will not be always be a spectator. Thank Good you. Good morning. Good morning. That's a very fair point. The governor was in a do yesterday. <laughs> no, honestly, it's a very fair point. But but those individuals represented the state as we hear. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I went to Hello, see what the Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay, this is Mommy Tolu Alashe calling from Airlight. I just want to Ma make a correction. Mommy Tolu Alashe. They are, yeah. Hold on. The what? they are paying is 5,000 naira a month, yeah. not per that, day. That was what so I asked the, the question. They should do the needful. Okay. They should do the needful. <laughs> People are really, are really dying. Mm. All right, thank you very much. He, well, he asked the question, and I said it is a month. I but just wanted to be sure for, for how long. For, for the sake of another time, madam, <laughs> uh, please t tell us your name. <laughs> please, uh, all right. Uh, th thank you very much. And, but but from, from our submission, you yes. can tell how tired, how um, annoyed I, people I, are with the, with the state I, of. I, I suspect that uh, she's she's one of the nurses, or maybe she has a daughter, or yes, she has a yes, husband, and she, she's not happy about that. And no one is happy. You know the kind of hazard these people face when they are taking care of the rest of us. And you ask yourself, five thousand naira added to the salary for month for a month. I, I I don't know. And some people are still arguing about it because they are comfortable. No, it's it's not right. And interestingly, right. we, have, we have a minister of labor who, well, is a medical doctor uh, in some sense. He's a politician in every sense anyway, but he's a medical doctor in some sense. And you'd expect that I did take it a lot more seriously. But it, it doesn't help much. You know, when you say round peg in, uh, peg in uh, round O, sometimes you, you, we have a lot of reasons to doubt that arrangement. Mm -hmm. You know, you we've been having doctors you know, medical personnel as ministers of health in this country. 
How has they have they been able to help you know their constituency? But you know when they get there, they become politicians because it's a political arrangement. Haven't they always been politicians? <laughs> <laughs> Even when they go there as professionals, mm. you know they they go there. The last time I saw some a semblance of something that is good was when I think it was Olikoye, you know, that was there, and that was even in the military, you know, in the military era. This political era we are in, you know, when you say a doctor should represent doctors, just rest assured that that representation will not be perfect at the end of the day. That's the program this morning. Thank you, Mr. Akinglu, for your contribution this morning. Thank you for having me. God bless Nigeria. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. Wale Bakar is my name. Have a great morning. My name is Omoe Medi, so you do have a lovely day. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, fresh, fresh. 107.9 FM.